Hello and welcome back um, to another DMN one-on-one podcast. We're here with Jeff Kupietsky, CEO of Power Inbox, which is an Israel-based startup um, in email monetization company, correct? That's right. Right. Um, now, Jeff, we're here to discuss a specific topic, and that is, of course, Silicon Valley and New York City and this rampant um, machismo culture existing there. Um, Silicon Valley has long been a go-to place for tech startups, right? Um, But within 80% of startups failing and Silicon Valley embracing what it calls a culture of failure, entrepreneurs are starting to give New York another look, Um, what we're calling now Silicon Alley. Let's start there. Is New York City the new Silicon Valley for MarTech and ad tech startups or just any startup in general? So... Absolutely. Uh, In my background, I was fortunate to spend four years when the internet first came out in Silicon Valley. And I had the opportunity to live here as a student. And so kind of looking at the difference between Silicon Valley and New York, a couple things come to mind very clearly. Mm -hmm. I think there is a culture in Silicon Valley of anything goes, the bigger the better. It's about eyeballs, not necessarily kind of a core business. And you're really not that close to nor as interested in the customers, the people ultimately you should be serving. I think what makes New York unique, especially as the worlds of ad tech and MarTech kind of start to combine a bit, is that they are located here. We have clients everywhere from NFL to Hearst to small startups that just got started as well in Silicon Alley, all co-located here in New York. But it's not about for them how big or exciting is your company, it's about what problem are you helping them solve. And for that, we thought it would be a great place for us to build our operations here in the United States to be based here in New York City. And so what... What was the driving? What What do you think the driving factor for that was? To come well, to New York? I, my As family would to, uh, you know, Chicago or DC. Uh, my family would argue it's the closest direct flight from Tel Aviv is New York still, <laughs> although they do have direct flights to Silicon Valley. Um, but there's a unique culture here. I think that you've got great access to talent. So we have never felt that we had to kind of change uh, our standards in terms of technical talent, business, uh, go to market folks, you know, marketing, etc. We find that the amount of prospects and clients and even partners is highly concentrated here in New York. And I think there's a nice blend between a recognition that a business should exist to make money. And we're fortunate to be a very unique company in our space that while we took on VC, we're a profitable company. And we took on very little VC comparatively to, let's say, our peers. And so we find New York, I think, has that more grounded aspect of you want to build something that's going to last, it actually has to make money. And it's not so much about the press release, really it's about the product. And that's really how we've been kind of focusing our efforts here. Why do you think New York has a more stable environment for startups? I think it's definitely a much more uh, diverse city. And because New York for many, many generations has not just been about tech, it had the arts, it had you know finance, it's had obviously politics, it's had you know many, many different industries have found their way here. It's a high concentration of very bright people. Um, So you get, I think, a lot more diversity, which also means you get a lot more different uh, points of view, Mm -hmm. which I think in Silicon Valley, I felt when I lived there, was missing. So there was a much more homogeneity of ideas and people all trying to be like each other. Mm -hmm. And I think in New York, there's less of that pressure to be like someone else because there's already a diversity that you enter into. I think also what's unique about um, uh, New York is that it's constantly rejuvenating with people from the outside. 
So while we're an Israeli headquarter company based in New York, I probably hear more Hebrew here than I do on the streets of Tel Aviv <laughs> because I hear a lot of English there. Uh, but I think that that kind of whole dynamic of people all joining here to kind of, you know, get to the big city, you know, try their luck, try something, I think it creates a very unique kind of environment. Again, from a recruiting point of view, I find it's actually easier to find great talent here than it was in, in Silicon Valley. Well, I mean, and let's talk about that diversity problem that exists in Silicon Valley. What do you, what do you, what do you think of that? I mean, do you think New York is positioning itself as the antithesis to Silicon Valley in terms of diverse startup cultures and accepting the non-status quo, which is, of course, um, straight white male? Um, so again, I think that because it has a legacy of other businesses and success in other areas, again, think sports, arts, entertainment, um, you know, I remember calling on Sesame Street and thinking, okay, what a diverse work environment that was. That's headquartered here in New York City. Um, you'd never have a company like that, I think, be as successful in Silicon Valley. And it's not because they're not tech-oriented or they're not interested in the next big thing. It's that it's just not, I think, in the culture there. There's very much, again, one-sided, it felt like, when I lived there. Um, whereas, I think, again, New York comes from a very diverse background to start with. So if you take a tech company and you put that in that environment, already you have influences on it that will make it more likely to value what I think people should value, which is talent and ability. Not necessarily, you know, somebody's you know religion or skin color or anything else that I think is not relevant to the job they're going to do. Yeah. So when the environment around you, I think, celebrates diversity and practices it, it, makes it much easier for a company not to fall into the trap that unfortunately Silicon Valley does. And again, we probably all have gone through it. In Silicon Valley, you know, the power is held initially by the the money, and the money is generally. VCs and mm -hmm. and so they'll pick people to invest in that feel and look like them and then it carries on and I think one of the things that we tried to do is um, you know we've raised money like I said from you know very few VCs but they've been very diverse uh, they're not based uh, actually in the states they're they're based all over the world and that has again given us I think a bit more of a broader perspective and less likely that we're going to then try and just be homogeneous in terms of what we're looking for. Do you feel like the pool of VC funds is larger here in New York than it is in... Um, I don't think so, but I'd probably say money is not really the constraint today in starting a company. I, I would argue that there's probably a lot more money chasing fewer good ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, I think finding the right money and finding the one that is connected and, and helps you kind of really think about the long term for the company, um, how you want to allocate the money that they give you, that's more important. Um, so I don't think it's a constraint, uh, but I also don't think, you know, anybody can write a check from anywhere mm -hmm. and you don't necessarily have to co-locate your team where the money is. We happen to have folks that are back in the company based all over the world. Mm -hmm. um, as long as you can be in touch with them and you have a good understanding, I think they don't have to be in the same place. That said, I have a lot of my colleagues who are based here in New York who are in, you know, the business of funding startups. And I do think that they also are more diverse than the people that I know in Silicon Valley doing the same thing. And what advice do you have for early stage startup founders looking to set up home in New York? So I have a very strong opinion that uh, focus exclusively on your product and your customers. Uh, we actually have um, been known to talk about this publicly that I'm not a big fan of sales forces. I'm not a big fan of corporate headquarters. So our company is completely remote. Everybody works from a home office. Um, we do have some folks whose job is to you know, talk to clients and publishers, but it's not the focus for our company. It's engineering driven, it's product, it's the people that actually work directly on the customer support side that really drive the engine of what we do. And so when I talk to startups uh, or people raising money, I say, well, think about this. If you took away your sales team and you took away your headquarters, how much now do you actually have to raise? 
And it turns out to be a much better equation because if you build a better product, you're more likely to have the product sell itself and not have to then build heavily on sales and marketing. And of course, it's never black and white, but that's very much a non-Silicon Valley way to think. Silicon Valley was build a good enough product and then let's just layer on as many sales and marketing and kind of create a buzz around it that everyone should buy it mm. independent of how good it is. Whereas our view is let the product sell itself and then effectively bring what you need to make sure the customers can use it, which is a much smaller ratio. So some of our competitors in our space will have a much higher number of direct salespeople, much bigger offices than what we've done. And I'm very fortunate, I think, the position we're in where we're now profitable and they're not. Yeah, I think that going back to it, to the Silicon Valley method, I think that's what one of the big faults of Uber. I mean, when they launched, their platform wasn't totally ironed out. And they sort of thought, okay, hey, if, you know, we just get the customers, get, get, the, get the interaction going, and we'll figure it out. And I don't think that they still quite figured it out, obviously. Yeah, I saw a post today they're saying, what are they doing to win back drivers? Uh, interestingly enough, one of the biggest channels they use is email. So just a yeah. plug for our business that um, people underestimate the value that email can bring. Uh, but I do think that there's kind of, again, an echo chamber in Silicon Valley. It's all about eyeballs. It's about the number of users. You have to build scale. And so it's first to market, all those things. And that's really what drives a platform like, you know, maybe Uber. But um, after Silicon Valley, I spent some years uh, doing tech work in Los Angeles. And just as a distinction of just Northern California to Southern California is amazing because there's so few VCs in Southern California, almost every business there is started with an idea to be profitable. Mm. And I never heard that language in Silicon Valley, mm. right? And so I really enjoyed the experience of building a company in LA because I think it's closer to, again, how people here in New York think that, you know, a business needs to serve its shareholders, needs to serve its constituents, but ultimately has to make money. And if your whole plan is based on being the biggest, the most users, the most eyeballs, but never thinking about making a profit, then it's not really sustainable. Right. And maybe you're just trying to flip it. But then is that really a mission that you want to kind of you know, yeah. believe in? And so I think that there is very much a different culture there. But um, I, hopefully it's not uh, purely only New York. I think there are other cities as well that, that have shown this. But what makes New York unique is that it is a high concentration of all the resources you need to make a successful company. Mm -hmm. You do have money. You do have access to talent. You do have partners. You have clients. You have prospects. You have business partners. In Los Angeles, we had a lot of that, but not all of it. And again, that would, I think if I was making a decision today, I would definitely want to start a company probably in New York, more so than on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. Appreciate your thoughts on the matter. It's a, a topic that I have been a little bit obsessed with over the last few months. So. As I've read. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I appreciate talking to you. Um, and thank you. My pleasure.